TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. The final hour of Fridays are for Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. The first text says it perfectly. It must be Friday at 11 o'clock. The best send into the weekend song there is, in my opinion. And on this show, we do discuss my opinion. Uh, it is. Joe Beamer. It is News Radio 930 WBEN. We're going to keep all the topics from the last two hours on the table, but I also want to talk about this hour your love for America. What makes you proud to be an American, even in the toughest times? What makes you smile? What makes you go, you know, I'm glad, I'm proud to be an American? And also, a COVID 19 shortened list of events this weekend. What are you doing this Independence Day? What will uh, you be doing differently? And also, before you get going on Independence Day, make sure you head on over to WBEN.com and read a perspective from David Bellavia and Dr. Mark Epstein. I read this before the show. It is, some, it is an amazing, amazing perspective on tomorrow, on, the 4th of, on Independence Day, the 4th of July. Uh, even, like as he said, 
in the toughest times, a July 4th like never before perspective by David Bellavia. Make sure you check that out. I've printed it out. I already read it. I'm bringing it home for Katie to read. And if you haven't read David Bellavia's book, go pick it up today. I just started it. I'm 52 pages through it. And this is coming from someone who doesn't like to read. I've said that on the air numerous times. I don't like to read, but I cannot put this book down. It is. It really illustrates not only the hero that David is, uh, but what our men and women do overseas, what they go through, and how they are all warriors. So I would go. Che- I would go get that if you haven't read it yet. But first, wben.com. Read the perspective from David Bellavia. All right, we have a full bank of calls, so I'm going to stop uh, blabbing as one texter said earlier today, and we're going to get right to calls in the order they came, starting with Jerry on Grand Island. He's held 25 minutes. Uh, Jerry, the floor is yours. Joe, good to talk to you. You know, I I like you, Joe. I, I listen to you, agree with you most of the time. I, I probably agree with you more on this than anything, but it's funny how some guy, even when they I agree with somebody, you're right, phony calls are bad. People that like the guy who gets on right after the guy in Brant, I know he had to wait 40 minutes to get on there, and he says, I called about the guy in Brant. I was actually calling about the guy in Brant, and I, I called exactly at that time, and like you said, 23 minutes on hold. But here's the thing. I love that you let other people have their opinion. I'm going to fall into my own trap here. But sometimes they just rant and rave, and they're not even looking for your input or anybody's input. They're making a statement. You're giving them commentary, and, and I think it's wrong. But at the same time, that's what bothered me about this, the one guy who called up, and he was talking about, you know, he listens to these shock jocks, you know, Hannity and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, it's absolutely – I like that he listens to them, but he doesn't like that he actually listens to them. Because if he does things that they agree with, which reflect a lot of what I agree with, all of a sudden he's got a problem with that. So he doesn't really like that they listen to him. You know, they're, they're phony. They're, they're, they're real messages behind the message. And I'm doing the same thing to you if you think about it. I'm saying, hey, I don't like that you don't stop them. In other words, because I like, I like that you give me your opinion, but I want you to stop them, right? Well, Jerry, here's my thinking. You know, during Barry's call, it, it took about halfway through for me to realize, you know, that he, he's got an agenda here. He's going to get some opinions across. Uh, but I like to, to listen to make sure I know where he's going with the call and then – have my response instead of cut him off, say this, and then have him come back with, well, that's not really where I was going. So I know it's probably, I know a lot of people were probably like, Joe, why do you have this guy still talking? Joe, what are you doing? But I, I was just trying to see where he was going. It really is what's great about you, Joe, but here's the thing. There's a reason why you got that button. You know, the hardest is to do sometimes. You need to hit the eject. When somebody's talking and bringing up stupid facts that aren't even true and he doesn't have anything to back them up, you know what I mean? Okay, that's enough of that. I mean, you kind of told us that, which is great. But, you know, why give this guy a platform he's not entitled to? At least, it, you know, he should be having a conversation with you. And, and I really do like him. Like you said, I fall into my own trap because I'm complaining about a guy who's complaining about, you know, he wants him to listen to him, but he doesn't really. And I'm telling you the same thing. I want you to let people have their opinion at the same time, but... Sometimes you got to pull the plug, brother. And you're great. I like you. I'll talk to you maybe on Sunday. I'll be listening. All right, Jerry, I appreciate it, man. You have a great weekend. You too, buddy. Bye. That is Jerry on Grand Island. Yeah, that's the thing, you know. 
halfway through Barry and Brant, as he put it, call. I'm not sure he was really in Brant um, or that his name was Barry. But, you know, halfway through, I realized, you know, he's telling people to go, hey, listen to the BBC, listen to CBC. All right. I wanted to see what his end game was. And then he says that Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity are shock jocks. But Rachel Maddow puts a really good show together. Okay, I I know where he was going. But again, like Jerry said, I'm going to let you have your opinion until it gets offensive or disrespectful or you're just saying things that aren't true. Again, I have respect for Tony because he is who he is. Tony and Clarence doesn't like the president. He leans to the left. He's honest about that. But as you as you know, at the end of his call, I said, where are your facts? Where are your facts that he gets cartoon drawings as his intelligence report? There is no facts to that. He probably just heard that somewhere. But again, Tony will always have an open line here on this show and on Hardline because I know where he's going to go. He's not going to make something up to get on the air. And he's not going to start off his call in one direction just so he can turn it around and give his real opinion. He's going to be honest right from the beginning. And there is something to be said for that. Let's go to Bill in Williamsville. Bill, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Bill, I'm doing well. You know, we're 45 minutes from uh, Independence Day weekend. I uh, couldn't be happier. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, just, uh, you know, you hear all this ranting and raving and all this and that about COVID and blaming and this and that. The thing I see which is consistent consistent is the lack of accountability uh that's a word that you know might need to be like rush says in real linda uh need to be described the what it's used for what the definition is because the media has just what i've seen since trump came down the elevator in that and i knew not that i not that he's the greatest guy in the world there's nobody better than jesus in my opinion um, being a Christian. But the fact is, this guy is a representative of, I think, most of the nation. That's why he got elected. And we have so much misuse, misinformation, like uh, William Randolph Hearst did. He used his publications to pervert the truth and do things he wanted to do. And there was accountability sooner or later. But these days, it doesn't even matter. There's no fact check. There's nothing. And it doesn't matter if Trump said, you know, the price of gold is going to go up by 50% today, and it did. They'd still say, well, he was just lucky. It wasn't nothing to do with him. It had the, there's no accountability in anything. What I, what I look at as a working person, hardworking, there's no accountability in the media. Even your station says, you know, it's a news station and that. News should be news. Let us, let us you know, disseminate the news for well, opinion. Well, Bill, Bill, it's news talk. I'm going to just say that. We have news and then we talk about the news. Exactly. But I... Uh, and you, like you said, clear, clearly, you are an opinion person, which, again, you're very well read, very well educated, informed, and that's, I appreciate. That's why I like you guys, because... I know what's out there myself. I do my own information checking and listening, and people say, well, you're this and that. No, I listen to CNN. I listen to, you know, uh, as Rush says, PMS, NBC, all of the stuff. I look at them, and then I disseminate the truth from it with other investigations. 
Exactly. I, 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 we've gotten to the point here in America, and Bill, thanks for the call. We've gotten to the point here in America with cable news, 24-7 news, where, you know, it, it's, I would say, smarter to get your information from a few different places. Now, again, I understand how infuriating it can be to turn on CNN sometimes, okay? That's usually what I watch when I get home from this shift, okay? I listen to Rush on the way home, and then I will turn on John King is usually on. It's called a, it's a show called Political Insiders or Politics Today, something like that. And it is very biased, okay? It is re- very to the left. They're... Their panel is usually people from the Washington Post, New York Times, and insert other liberal publication. But I know that's what I'm getting when I turn that on. Just like I know when I turn on Tucker Carlson, he is giving me a conservative point of view. He is giving me his opinion. Same with Sean Hannity. Same with Laura Ingram. Same with Don Lemon. And that's why you're not going to... Hey, now I will point inaccuracies in things Chris Cuomo says, I will show his, I will show how he tries to illustrate things one way, of course. I will show where he is a hypocrite at times, of course I'll do that. But Chris Cuomo does an opinion show. Don Lemon does an opinion show. Wolf Blitzer, the pride of Buffalo, is a journalist. But he gives his opinion. Again, if you want your, uh, an opinion, then just label it opinion. I don't care if NBC, F- CNN, Fox News, if they just want to go 24-7 commentary. I said this last hour. But just don't bill it as America's newsroom. Don't bill it as CNN newsroom. Just say, hey, we've realized we all have an opinion and we really don't care about giving you a non-biased Uh, point of view. So here, you want the left opinion, turn on CNN. And guess what? They might even see their numbers go up because there is something to be said about honesty. Again, if you listen to me, nine to noon on Friday, you're getting my opinion. If you listen to the news at the top and the bottom of the hour, you're getting the news. Very easy to separate the two. And if I, I think CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, they could all do a better job at that. I'm not saying to get rid of your opinion commentary. But if you want people to trust the news, don't slant it one way with headlines like little evidence that protests spread coronavirus in USA. And then say, well, we really don't know that because we don't know how many people, if any, took the test. Just give the news. And then if you want to give your opinion, that's what the opinion programming's for. But don't tell me CNN, where facts matter, or facts first, or whatever the heck their, um, their tagline is this week. Or even Fox News. We report, you decide. Well, don't tell me that if you're going to give me a slant in the news. You're going to give me a bias in the news. And that's where I disagree with our caller from last hour, who said something about, uh, shock jocks Hannity and Tucker Carlson. They're not shock jocks. They give political commentary, and that's what they're paid for. Again, I don't turn on Sean Hannity for the news. I turn Sean Hannity on for his opinion. 
and I ask you for calls on your opinion, like Ken in Chitawaga. Ken, good morning. Uh, good morning. Can you hear me? I can, Ken. What do you got for us? Well, I've been, I've been uh, a few years ago when the Russia hoax thing was going on pretty strong, I, I had a habit, my wife and I, of watching multiple outlets. We would, you know, we would look mostly at Fox, but then we'd go over to, every night we'd watch David Muir on ABC. And it was kind of, it's kind of interesting to, when you compare what, what they say and what they don't say. Uh, if there was a good day for Trump, um, they'll somehow twist it uh, on ABC to make it look like a bad day. Or they won't cover it at all. Let's say there was a good economic outlet look and there were two million jobs created or something. And some really good thing. They'll have to report that because it's something everybody wants to hear. But what they'll do is give you 20 seconds of that and then quickly get off of that topic and go to something else. And we've been watching them, like I said, for over two years now. And they, if there's something that comes out about um, Michael Flynn that seems to uh, make it appear that he's, that he's not guilty, they don't even cover it. It won't even be covered. They won't give it any time at all. So, you know, I'm from a family that we're all politically divided. My sister watches nothing but CNN. She hates Fox News. Um, we, grew, we grew up in the same household. I don't know how these things happen. I really don't. But, you know, in my job, maybe I was a little bit more analytical, maybe because of the way I was trained. Uh, I, I was an engineer, uh, now retired. And so I tend to look at things. I try to be objective because facts are facts. In engineering, you can't make things up. You know what I mean? There's no opinion. Well, Ken, well said, man. And, and you're right. You know, if it's good news for even for a Republican state, you look at their if their COVID numbers go down, they try to find where the negative is. And so that can highlight over the little bit of positive news. And their favorite thing to do now, if you haven't noticed, anytime the president says something that they're trying to disprove, they always say without evidence. I don't remember them ever using that tagline before President Trump. Oh, yeah, you, you, you could have watched a ton of Obama news conferences and never hear reporting that use that phrase. Never said without evidence, even though a lot of politicians th- say things without little bit of fact known or without little bit of research. Ken Chituaga, thanks for the call, man. And, and we'll go back to what Ken was talking about, this hydrochloroquine story. Ten, almost 10% less of hospital patients. I'm sorry. The drug was given to hospital patients and it helped them survive in the hospital. That's a huge story. For months, we were told that the president was touting this drug without evidence. This happens yesterday. These numbers come out. It's a new surprising study, according to CNN, but it's buried on their website. I watched CNN for two hours this morning. They didn't cover it once. That's where people lose their trust. And again, why is it being covered that way? Shouldn't every good story from this COVID-19, shouldn't every positive be reported? Hey, we've got something that might help those in the hospital with COVID-19. This should be, this should be the top story all morning, all day. You barely hear about it. No, what are they telling you? Hey, this 51-year-old 
who went to a family barbecue uh, got COVID and died without any kind of substance. They don't tell you anything else. The fact that he was unhealthy. He had four underlying factors that put him at high risk with COVID-19. But they don't tell you that. They don't tell you about the positive drug that is helping people survive in the hospital. No, they tell you how awful it is that the president wants to have an event at Mount Rushmore and how the protest didn't spike coronavirus. No, it was you going to the mall, going to a bar, going to dinner with family, hanging out with family, taking the dog for a walk. Those things contributed to the coronavirus spike, not the protest. Not the protest where people were right on top of each other. Because remember, at the protest, as Mark Polenkar said, well, most had a mask on. Oh, that's, not everyone needs a mask now. Just most people need a mask when they go to large gatherings. So protest, yes. Any other large gathering, no. According to our elected officials. And again, I'm not anti-protest. I am all for exercising your right to protest. But don't tell me that protesters on top of each other, thousands at a time, not one person got COVID-19. That didn't contribute to the spread at all. We've got 40 states that are seeing a spike in coronavirus. But none of those were aided by the large gatherings and the protests. None of them. It was everything else. Maybe it was the, they didn't have proper HVAC systems at the malls in those states. I don't know. But don't you dare blame the protest. Blame literally everything else. And we'll have the AP say little evidence that protests spread coronavirus in the U.S. You know why, little evidence? Because you have no evidence. You have no idea if anybody or how many protesters went and got a test. Give me those numbers. But don't scare people away from going and hanging out with their family or scare people away from going to stores and doing their shopping. Again, I would say wear a mask. Again, if you're high risk, stay home. Yes, you can talk about that all day. But don't put these stories out there that miss the big picture. That's where people come up with their conspiracy theories. That's when people start questioning the media. Just report the news. That's all I'm asking. And if you want to do an opinion show, then do an opinion show. I do an opinion show. It's not that difficult. If you want to do an opinion show, then just label your show as, hey, I'm going to talk about the news, but I'm going to give my opinion on it. That's fine. And if you disagree with me, I'll probably still watch it. I love hearing the other side. I love hearing a different opinion. Believe me. I know a lot of you are annoyed by listening to me talk for three hours. I've got to do it 24-7. All right, we've got news and then your calls right here on News Radio 930 WBEN.
Welcome back. The final stretch of the Friday show. I have to be honest with everybody. I didn't think I was going to get any calls today, but to have a full bank of calls on a holiday weekend Friday and uh, with 23 minutes left, it's a pretty good feeling. I really appreciate it. So let's get right to them. We'll go to Springville and talk to Tim. Tim, good morning. Hi, how are you, sir? Tim, I'm doing well. What do you got for us? I just want to make mention that I'm thankful for all the service people, David Bellavia. Um, uh, you're a big football fan, correct? I am, yes. So I just want to touch base real quick, and I'll just end it with I'm disappointed with the Star Spangled Banner, what the NFL is trying to do, um, because I love this country. We're all under one flag, one nation, and they're trying to make it where it's race against race, and it shouldn't be that way. Um, I believe that everyone is equal. I love every person. Um, it's not about what color you are. It's who you are and how you treat other people. And I don't know if you're aware of it, but they're having the black national anthem being played before the national anthem. I did read that this morning, but I, I only know the headline. I didn't really uh, dive into the story. Okay, well, I just think it's should be out there because a lot of people don't know about it. I've talked to a few people, and they were shocked to hear that. Uh, my dad's uh, half-brother died in World War II. I have a buddy's father who's 90 years old who fought in World War II. And it's not about color. It's more about our nation as a whole, working together, loving each other, trying to lift each other up in good spirits, not trying to break us down. I feel like not your newscast because you're not talking about it, but other newscasts are trying to break and divide this country, and it's a sad thing because we are stronger together than separated. And I'll end with that, and I appreciate you letting me talk. Hey, Tim in Springville, thanks for the call, man. Have a good weekend. You know, that's the thing with the NFL. I love football, as you know. I love college football. And I also have no problem with the players wanting to get their voice out there. We talked about this last week. I have no problem. You are... You're an athlete. You are looked up by a lot in this country. Yeah, you should be able to voice your opinion, and there's no problem with that. Use Twitter. Use your post-game interview. I don't have a problem with athletes using their opinion. Of course, they have every right to voice their opinion. I do have a problem because no one's been able to tell me why. I do have a problem with kneeling during the anthem. Again, you want to kneel after the anthem. You want to put some kind of uh, display on in the, in the pregame, after the anthem. But as Tim said, we're Americans. And that's, that's just an awesome thing. We live in the United States of America. We should be unified. We shouldn't do things to, to divide us. Okay? Yes, you want, to, you want to protest. You want to make a, a, a display. You want to voice your opinion. I'm, you're not going to hear me. Go uh, talk against that. Never. But all I do ask, why kneel during the anthem? No one's been able to give me a good answer. So I think we should be, I think we should all, the one time, we are a very divided country right now, mostly among party lines. Could for two or two and a half minutes, we stand for this anthem? And don't do it because I said so. But do it for the heroes of this country, for those who go and fight for our freedom, like David Bellavia, who had our country on his back, put his life at risk so we could have these freedoms. 
like I said, you're never going to hear me talk out against protesting. But of all times to, to protest, I don't know why it needs to be during the anthem, the one time where we can be united as the United States of America. Like Tim said, that's the one thing we all have in common. We are all American. And you should be judged on who you are. 100%. Let's go to Pete in Ontario. Pete, good morning. Hey, boss, the black national anthem. Look, 22 years I lived in Center City, Philadelphia. 85% black all around me. I'm still survi- I still survived and have great black friends. A lot of these people just look at it and spit on it. What are you kidding? 70%, the population is 17% of the United States. But let's, let's, let's just take a step backwards here. Take a look at what's going on. Earth Justice, that commercial that I know you got, you know, Earth Justice. Can you imagine Earth Justice? If, 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 if the Trump administration is thrown out and there's a left wing, they say, they say public lands. It'll be all private lands. Private will be public. And, and then that's the end of the United States of America. And we're watching it right now. I'm telling you right now, if Mr. Barr does not start standing up as well as, you know, John Durham, and I'm not talking about, you know, after the election, because if they don't stand up before, I really think Mr. Trump's going to have a hard time taking this election because of the malfeasance, the election tampering. It's going to happen. We know George Soros has actually supplied some of the equipment in, in, in these voting machines. We see, we see blue, blue counties that can't even get a simple vote right. So, look, you guys are hanging on for the dear life of America right now. And then that boils over to Canada. But you guys got close to 400 million, and you don't really even know that much. And we got 32 to 33 million in the same geographical area. We're the last bastion. There's nothing north of us. Everything is south of us. So we have, you know, natural resources up the wazoo. We'll figure it out. But the great country that I love so much, I can't believe this guy Biden sits in the down this basement, and it's acceptable that he will not go in front of the press. What's he going to do? And let me ask you. Uh, Mr. B, what the hell is he going to do when it comes to a debating Trump? He's going to find a way out of it because you know he can't do it. I am waiting for that, Pete. I am waiting for his excuse to not debate because we saw him in the Democrat debates. But unlike the Democrat primary, the election cannot be handed to him. I would not be surprised if they come up with a reason to not debate President Trump. And you know as well as I do. This thing with Barr and Durham, for Barr to come out three weeks ago and say, uh, we're not looking at Biden or, or, or Mr. Obama at all, why the hell would he say that? That's just prepping people for the fact that they're going to do nothing. And Lindsay's all subpoena up the wazoo. Where are you, Lindsay? Where are you? Where, where, are, where is he? He's friggin' nowhere. Okay, so he, you know, it, 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 he brings Rod Rosenstein in front of the, in front, and, and lays into him. And, and for show, and that's it. Rod takes a bit of heat. Rod's on the beach right now with his bay. Are you, like, there's nobody that can turn to me and say, especially when there's 14 and 19 confirmed felonies against Hillary Clinton, and nothing, nothing, nothing happens. What, what is that? Pete, well said, man. You guys aren't going crazy. I don't get it. I don't... I, have a great weekend. Take care, bud. You too, Pete in Ontario. I want to hear more from you. That's Pete in Ontario. You have a good weekend. 803-0930. You know what, Frank? We're going to get to one more call because I want to time that last segment out perfectly. Let's go to Hamburg and talk to Art. Art, good morning. Good morning. Uh, for me, it's most of it, it's uh, the hypocrisy of all of the, the news. 
and also the silence that's deafening when it comes to things that doesn't fit their narrative. Yeah, they, I mean, that's the problem. They go into covering the news with a narrative when it should really just be, here's the news. Let's, we're going to, we'll, we'll give you the news and this is what's happening. Exactly. And they don't. They, and if it fits their narrative, like you said earlier, you know, they'll post all over about it and, and it's front page news. And if it doesn't, if they even do it at all, it'll be on the bottom page of the bottom smallest little article just to say, that, yeah, we did say about that. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about a, a drug, hydrochloroquine, that for months we were told the president was crazy for promoting it, but now it's showing to actually save people in the hospitals, and it's buried on the website because it might just make the president look a little better. Right, and it went on for weeks and weeks that, oh my God, he's taking it. He's voluntarily taking it himself with his doctor's consult, and that was the end of the world. Like, oh God, no, you can't do that. You're going to make people die. Yeah, and it looks like uh, it lo- the opposite way, and they're like nothing, cricket. Yeah, exactly. They they want to have it out there so they can say, yeah, we reported it, but again, they want to bury it and not mention it at all on TV because instead of being better for people, instead of giving some positive news on again, I'm not taking the severity from this virus, but instead of just giving a little positive on something that's helping COVID nineteen patients, no, no, no. It might say the president was on to something. Let's bury it. Art, thanks for the call. That's Art in Hamburg. We'll take one more before the break, and that's Dave in South Buffalo. Dave, good morning. Hi. Um, I wanted to uh, bring up an Internet rumor. And I'll remind you, this is just a rumor. But the rumor is that Antifa anarchists are going to be using the, the 4th of July to cause problems. I'm sorry. Repeat that one more time, Dave. Uh. There's a rumor going around that the Antifa anarchists are going to use the 4th of July to cause trouble, to restart trouble. I have not seen that, but I hope if, if, uh, if it's a rumor that it just stays as a rumor. Right. I just want uh, people to be aware of that. So if you, uh, there's said to be, you know, causing trouble. The other thing I want to talk about was uh, the caller, a caller called about ABC Nightly News. And uh, if you ever watched it, you... There are two people on there, Jonathan Carl and Martha Radich, who are like biased and anti-Trump beyond belief. And you can hear it in the reporting and in the tone of their voice. And if you really want to risk a heart attack, uh, watch the opening segment of Meet the Press with uh, Chuck Todd. Yeah, uh, <laughs> as, as Rush has a lot of things to say about Meet the Press, as do I. Thank you, Dave. Dave in South Buffalo. By the way, Meet the Press does air on this station at noon on Sundays. Hey, when we come back, we're going to kick off the holiday weekend. It's Joe Beamer. It's Friday on WBEN. You know, tomorrow is Independence Day. And yes, it has been a crazy year. Halfway through it, a lot of struggles. All right. It's been tough at times. But we do wake up in the United States of of America. What a beautiful beautiful country we live in, the freedoms that we take for granted every day. And I just want to end the show with a song that greatly illustrates the beauty of America. Here is Ray Charles in a great edition of America the Beautiful.
Charles. Ooh, 
I get goosebumps every time. Love that version of America the Beautiful. You know, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah have too much pride in this country. I don't think that's true. I don't think there's a possible way to have too much pride in this country. That's not possible. We live in the greatest country in the world. Do we have our problems? Of course we do. But we have our freedoms, more freedoms than anyone. People come here. You don't have people escaping somewhere else. People come here for freedom, for opportunity. That's what America is. We have been, we always will be. We have our disagreements, but we have our freedom of speech to discuss those freedoms. Never take those freedoms for granted. I say that as I am one of the most guilty for taking those freedoms for granted every day of the year. But I'm a proud American. You can criticize me all you want for that, but I love this country. I will always love this country, and I will always, always be a huge fan of showing pride in the United States, the red, white, and blue. Like I said, it's been a tough 2020. I know it. We're not through it yet. It's probably going to be a few more tough months with this virus. But you know what? We've got the freedoms of America, and we're going to get through this because we are the United States of America. God bless you, Buffalo. You know I love you. I hope you have a great Independence Day weekend. Thank you to the men and women who fight for this country to keep us safe so we still have those freedoms we take for granted. We'll be back with you on Monday. I love you. Have a great weekend. It's noon on WBEM Buffalo. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.